Welcome to the Giant Dare Crew Show, episode 9, everyone. Now my special guest co-host of the show is Coach Paul Curry, a.k.a. Paul Curry. He's a big sports fan, grew up in Maine, so he was types on the table, doing things on a Friday afternoon. And here's Court, Coach Curry, but he wants to talk to sports with you on a Friday afternoon. So, sh- Coach Curry, how are you day going today on a Friday afternoon? First, I'm going to say thank you, Coach Johnny, for having me on your show once again. For me, it's a real pleasure because I think you do a fantastic job hosting your Giant Adair and Crew podcast. It's absolutely great because you talk multiple topics on the table, as you say, quoting the hacksaw. But you are so well-versed in so many sports. It's always a pleasure having an opportunity to speak with you. Okay. <laughs> so what's the first topic we want to talk about on sports-wise? Since it was the most – we had MLB baseball last night along with the NFL, so I will leave it to you, John. Do you want to talk NFL with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Chicago Bears or MLB? Okay. MLB, we'll start MLB, we'll stay in topic. There we go. Okay, MLB. So yesterday, the Padres, unfortunately, didn't make it to the second round. Actually, CS, they lost to the Dodgers by 12-3. And Dodgers swept the series 3-0. So what's your thoughts about the Padres-Dodgers series this week? Me personally, John, I think the Dodgers just really came up to have a great series. A lot of good batting led by Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Corey Seager, Turner, Walker, pitching with Kershaw and Bueller and holy moly, they just have a dynamic team and quite a few of the Padre players really did not get started through the playoffs. Primarily Manny Machado. And I hope there are listeners out there that like Manny Machado, but for me, as you know, Johnny, I am not a Manny Machado fan, and you know why. Yes, we do know why. <laughs> and you tell your audience why, that way they know they, they know where my allegiance is and they can hear from the expert on sports. So Justin Majora is still on second base and made me try to step on his foot, so that's why. Back in 2017, Manny Machado came into second base on a high slide, took up Pedroia's knee, and he's only played minimal games since that time frame. And me being a Boston Red Sox fan, that just devastated me. So I've not been a Manny Machado fan. But also I said, it looks like Tatis is showing that he's going to be a big-time player in the years to come. He had a pretty good series performance. For the first series for him, as I said, this is the first Padres playoff appearance since in 14 years. So it's been a number of years since the Padres been in the in the playoffs. Playoffs? Talk about playoffs? Kidding me, Coach Curry? Yes, we are talking. We are talking playoffs, Johnny and Hosmer. I don't know. 
his I don't think his series was that great. He had some good success with the Kansas City Royals winning the World Series there. Just has not transitioned into the National League yet of having a good series. Will Meyer was kind of down, but some of that play, who was the name of that second baseman? I just watched that nab he made at second base with a hot shot the other night. Jay, what is his name? Jay Cornworth. Jay Cornworth. He had, he had some pretty good hits, great field playing. So the pitching just took a beating. Clevenger was hurt. Lament was hurt. Didn't even Lament didn't even make it into the playoff series where Clevenger only got an opportunity to pitch like a couple of innings during the series. So yeah. that really hurt the Padres. So hopefully everything will all come together for next year. Hopefully it'll be a COVID free season where all fans get to attend games down at Petco Park. And I know if it is, both Coach Johnny and I will be there for some games. Yep. Yes. So, FYI, everyone, fans out there in postseason batting average, Mookie Betts was batting 3-0-9 against the Padres in regular season in games. He got like four home runs during the season. These are frenemies for the Padres. I respect Mookie, but oh my gosh, he's a good layup hitter, coach. That he is. That he is. So, do we want to cover some of the other MLB playoff games before we move on, as you said, to football? Yes, coach. Alrighty. So, today of the Game 5 American League Division Series today on TBS, the, Ray, the Yankees are playing against the Rays, Coach Curry. So what are your thoughts? Mr. Game is tied to all. Again, Johnny, you are really trying to get me to kind of show my true sports allegiance. Growing up as a Red Sox fan, we say our two favorite teams are the Red Sox and whoever's playing the Yankees. I would like the Tampa Bay Rays to beat the Yankees. Wow. It's at 4 o'clock on TBS. Rays at Petco Park. Want to watch it on TV? Unfortunately, because of COVID, we watch. You can go to Major League Baseball playoffs next season because of COVID. Here we go. And it seems odd a little bit is that the American League playoffs and championships will actually be played in Petco Park, where. The National League will be down in Texas, down in Arlington, Texas, home of the Texas Rangers, where the World Series will be held. So we have the American League teams playing in a National League park and the American League, I mean, the National League players playing in an American League park. Wow, that's just flip-flop. It's just flip-flop. I said that's all part of what this pandemic is creating for the sports world right now. And, yep, and then plus the Houston Astros play the A's in Dodger Stadium. That's home to Dodgers. They play their series in, in Dodger Stadium, Coach, Houston. And yeah, I think, yeah, I think they just said that the, the Astros finished up their series against the Oakland A's where the Astros are moving on. I was hoping for a better showing from Oakland, but that did not come to fruition this year. So hopefully they will come back next year. 
Um, as far as the other National League series, we have the Miami Marlins against the Atlanta Braves. What's, do you know what the series is at right now, Johnny? Did this finish the Braves beat all three games? They swept the Marlins 3-0. Swept the Marlins. So they are now going to be playing the L.A. Dodgers down at Globe Life Park in Arlington. And we're going to have to wait and see on how the American League finishes up here. Yep. So I heard an update that American League CS will start Sunday. And the winner of the Rays, and the winner of the Rays or Yankees, and Monday, Dodgers will play the Braves. Coach on Monday. There we go. Are we looking forward to that action? Yes, Coach. Who are you picking to win the World Series this year, Johnny? <laughs> That's a tough call. Maybe I want the Rays win because they didn't even get their first title, Coach. That's right. They have not won a World Series through their existence. And right now, for me, I'm going to have to go for the Los Angeles Dodgers, even though that's not like my all-time team. But since they have Mookie, i got to like for the Dodgers to push on. Unfortunately, yeah. Mitch Moreland – did not have an opportunity for the Padres. And also, who was their relief pitcher? Drew Pomerantz, another former Red Sox. Yep. And Joe not, Kelly. Oh, yeah. There we go. Joe Kelly with the Dodgers is another former Red Sox yeah. player. And Dave Roberts used to be the ex-Padre player and ex-Red Sox player, Coach Curry, the Dave Roberts, the manager, the Dodgers. Got, they got a lot of influences by the Red Sox and the Padres, a couple players. Dave Roberts is still highly regarded back in the Boston area for his stolen base from first to second back to help them with the World Series back, I think, in 2004. It's been quite a while. Yes. Yeah, so what's your prediction about the Dodgers-Brave Series? You think it'll be in seven or in five? Seven? I'll be honest with you, Coach Johnny. I said I'm not as familiar with a lot of the pitching staff that the Atlanta Braves have. But I know that you and I just spoke to prior to the, you know, us doing the podcast is what a strength that the Dodgers have on the front end for the starting pitchers and the back end of the relief pitchers that they have in their staff. That Urias guy last night was throwing like 100 miles an hour. I heard that. That is blazing. Wow. So game one of the Dodgers starting pitching is Mark Brewer. Kershaw and Justin May. Justin May throws 102 fastball. Man, those guys just throw smoke right now. Wow. That, I mean, that is a, that's, that's a good stat to hear, John, because, as you know, when these batters from the Braves come in there, they're going to have to get used to seeing 100 to 102-mile-an-hour fastballs. And that's just going to make the off-speed stuff just that much more devastating to them. If they can throw like an 87-mile-an-hour off-speed curve or breaking ball, and then they have like a lot of these guys now have a slider, which is slightly under a fastball pace. Sometimes it's just as fast as fastball, but it breaks away, depending upon which side of the plate you bat from. So and sometimes it'll break in on you. 
I got it. Uh, wow. I think off topic, but the Red Sox need a new manager, Coach Curry, on 2021 season. They fired Ron Ranicky, the Red Sox bench coach, interim manager. Correct. And it's funny because, as you know, Johnny, I keep up on NESN and WEEI, which are both one is the New England Sports Network. I check that on, on my on my phone and stuff like that. So those are the two sites I see. And there has been mention about Alex Cora being reconsidered to come back to manage the uh, Red Sox because of his interpersonal skills with the player. He's from Puerto Rico. He speaks Spanish. He can talk a lot to the Spanish players. He speaks English to all the folks that speak English there. So, and he had, you know, his downtrodden stuff down with the Houston Astros. And, but he brought the 2018 Red Sox to a World Series championship. <coughs> First year managing, and he did a great job. Yeah, and plus, so, they, you know, and plus they beat the 2018 Dodgers too, coach. Remember that game? <laughs> That is true. Like I said, Johnny and I are on a Zoom call, and I can see him smiling. He can see me smiling. So we're both happy with the Red Sox. So. Yeah. As a lot of folks may not know they're listening out there, Johnny is a Florida-born, now living in San Diego. But me being a Midwest guy born and growing up in the Northeast, I've got hope I've got Johnny converting into being the just a major New England sports fan the way I am. Wow. Is is that is that true, Johnny? I'm kind of converting you to a true New England sports fan. Yes, coach. There we go. That's that's good for me. So that keeps a smile on my face too. You want to talk some New England sports like Liverpool? What happened that game? What the heck? That's happened that's... Oh. against Aston Villa. Yeah, that was just punishing for Liverpool fans. A seven-two final score. Yeah, it's just hard to imagine the Premier League champions with fourth, fifth match into the season just took a beating like that. Hopefully they get back on pace, come back to get some more wins, and just kind of start to move their way back up onto the EPL table. Yeah. I think right now, I think according to what I remember seeing, they were down in fifth place. Wow. I think, and then they lost their goalie, Allison Becker, toward his shoulder. I think that's almost the same kind of injury he had last year, and he came back later in the year to kind of prove valuable to the to the Reds. But we'll have to wait and see. I watched, and a couple of goals were not on the keeper. I mean, they were just like bad breaks. But still, if it was just like a couple of goals, that still would have been a 5-2 final score, which is still just – hard to kind of take because being such a big time Liverpool fan that Johnny and I are, I think that was hard for us to kind of get through that. But as I say, that's why they play the games and we'll be back this weekend again. Yep. And plus Adrian is backup goalie. What are your thoughts about Adrian playing goalie number 13? I don't know. I mean, you never know how serious the injuries are until they actually get with a medical staff and they can kind of figure stuff out and, you know, what they can do. Uh, I wouldn't want to say hurry to get them back into the starting lineup, but to make sure that they're 
fully capable physically to get back in the starting lineup to kind of help support the team and provide the what they need to get the team some victories. Yep. And then you want to talk about basketball today, NBA, or NFL football? Right. Let's just get the basketball out of the way because you, you already know why I'm saying that. Chevron playing against the Miami Heat. I know. I know. The Lakers are 1-1 away from tying the Boston Celtics to the all-time lead in NBA championships. Wow. Uh, uh, that is just tough for me to take. Not being a Laker fan at all, that's just – that hurts me that they're there. But I will have to say that, you know, LeBron and AD have pretty much turned it up. And I can't even think of who a third option would be on that team right now. Rondo? Rondo's had some had some moments, but, you know, I think they're looking for consistency because, you know, with Miami's defense, they kind of run the zone in there. They go to man-to-man. They, they kind of switch things up under Eric Folsta. So we'll have to wait and see what his game plan is here for tonight. This would be – Game five. Yep. And that's all the Lakers just need is this one last, can't say the word, Vic starts with the Vic and ends with the story or something like that. But it would just be tough for me the Lakers have another championship. Victory. Not a Lakers fan at all. At all. And that's the reason I live 120 miles south of L.A. <laughs> <laughs> so why What's your thoughts about let's go to now NFL, NFL football? What do you think about that game yesterday? Nick Foles is, was up two nothing the record coach, Tampa Bay and Bears. Yeah, it was a Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Chicago Bears match last night, but it pitted the two Super Bowl fifty two quarterbacks, Nick Foles against Tom Brady, where Nick Foles of the MVP of the Super Bowl, but Brady threw for the record yards. I think it was like 536 yards in that game. So it really was not a Tom Brady thing. I know that defense kind of let him down. And I listened to sports radio. I think it might have been 1360 or maybe even 1090, where the announcers were talking about how many times Will the announcers on the TV show, on the TV broadcast of the NFL game last night, talk about the catch that Nick Foles made? Yeah, I think it was Colin Coward that said that the over and under would be five. And he said that maybe five times. But a rematch, and then you always heard the grub on, on the on air was that you know Tom Brady did not shake hands with Nick Foles after the game. I listened to Nick Foles' response to that. He said he had no problems with that, that he and Brady will have another opportunity to meet. And as Nick Foles said, he goes, we are both competitors. He was just down that his team lost by a single point. He said that probably just deflated him. But from the errors that were made from the last year's Tampa Bay quarterback with Jameis Winston, Brady has provided some a little bit more solidarity there. He does not make the big turnovers. He doesn't really cost the team games. 
he's had a pick six already this year, but you know, that was against New Orleans. He's been at the, he's like I said, his yards and passing ratings have gone up every single week. So Tom Brady at 43 still has a lot left in the tank. So we'll see how Tampa Bay pushes on. So when we talk some NFL picks, that is first game is Raiders versus Chiefs, Coach Curry. Oh, since I get the since I won last week's matchups between Johnny and the guy again, I get the first pick and I get to get the third pick. But as you can hear, Johnny gets to pick out the games. So of course I'm gonna go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh man, I get the Raiders. Oh my have to go with the Chiefs. That Patrick Mahomes just has that offense humming. To use your terminology, Johnny, wow. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is just lighting it up. He is something else as a quarterback. Derek Carr is not, I think, his, he's still, I think, a you know, good quarterback, but I think going against Mahomes, as I say, Derek Carr just does not want to release it, let it go. He does not want to throw it deep, more along the short routes and stuff like that. Where Patrick Mahomes will hit the short stuff, he'll hit the medium stuff, and he'll do the long stuff. He, when he's got an open opportunity, he takes advantage of it and he puts the ball in the air. You got, you got a another one pick. It's Denver and Patriots. Ooh. Do you know where they're playing? At New England. At New England. So Coach Johnny and I, before we started the podcast, we had our conversation and as of right now, we it's undetermined whether Cam Newton will come back to be able to start this week. If that's the case, I know the Patriots have had, I think, three players with COVID. And I think Johnny knows the primary guy from the, from the Patriots has actually contracted COVID. Steven, Who is that guy, Coach Johnny? Stephen Gilmore. Cornerback for 24 for the Patriots. He got a test positive for COVID-19. That is it, and as may, folks may or may not know, Gilmore was named Defensive Player of the Year last year in the NFL. So if Cam Newton does not start, he gets down to Brian Hoyer or Jared Stidham. Neither one had a really good game last week, but for my personal preference, I would like to see what Jared Stidham has in the tank. As I read one of my New England Sports Network stories, it said the only job that Brian Horrier is good for is carrying a clipboard. He said, if there's another guy that has an opportunity, Brian Horrier should also lose the opportunity to carry a clipboard. And these are New England sports folks talking about him in that fashion. I think in his entire NFL career, which has lasted, I think, 12 years now, I think he started seven or eight games. So I'd like to see what Jared Stidham could do. Right now, the Denver defense is kind of hurting without their Von Miller, a couple other players. I know Drew Locke, is he still up for this weekend, Johnny? I think so. They, they got a lot of different quarterbacks, too, different Broncos. Yeah, so I'm going to have to go with the Patriots. I go Denver. And the reason I say I'm going to have to go with the Patriots is because I'm a New England sports guy. And it's on 2 o'clock on ESPN. Next Monday Night Football. We have two Monday Night Football games. 
oh man, that's going to be good stuff. Then this, I, if nothing else, it's the only that's one of the only few positives come out of this COVID is that we've had two Monday night football games now. Oh, wow. That's an enjoying for us, for the sports fans out there. And plus it's next game, final game is Bills and Titans. So Coach Curry get a final pick again. Wow. This this will probably, for me, John, this will probably be the toughest pick of the weekend. So I'm going to have to give this a little bit of thought. Titans against who? At Tennessee, Titans, At Mike, Mike Barrels, Mike Verbal's uh, former Patriot linebacker, now the coach for the Tennessee Titans, Coach Curry. And who, who are the Titans playing against? The Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen as quarterback. That's why I just want to get is it's a tough AFC East division leader right now with the Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans, who are also undefeated. I'm just I'm gonna give Josh Allen the, the call on this one. I just think that Buffalo defense is crazy good. And if Josh Allen is actually turning into a true quarterback, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt because I think what he's shown this year is above and beyond what Ryan Tannehill has to lead the Tennessee offense, but they also have Derrick Henry who can just like chunk up the yards and that would keep Josh Allen off the field. But I'm still having to go with the AFC East team just because even though I would like Buffalo to lose, I have to pick them because I just think they have such a good team going right now. They're going to hit some bumps in the road along the season. I think right now I'm going to go with Buffalo. Wow. I think I'll go with Tennessee Titans because they have Ryan Tannehill, ex Miami Dolphins quarterback coach. That's true. I said, and they get some good defensive players down there too. Yeah, as you said, Coach Johnny Mike Brable is a former linebacker, so he's more of a defensive-minded coach. And I know he's going to ramp up and amp up his defensive units. So it may get down to you know special teams. They always say there are three phases of the game. And generally, we talk, when we always have our conversations, we talk offense and defense, but there's always that special teams that can kind of come in and steal a thing by hitting a 63-yard field goal or, you know, making a, a punt and covering inside the five and putting the, the opposing team in a very precarious position to get out of. So they also, that creates a short field if they have to punt. So there, there are a lot of factors in these things. And I said, Maybe when we have our conversations, we should start talking a bit more about, you know, the special teams guys like the punters and the place kickers and some of the guys they have on the on these special teams. The Stephen Gronkowski is a is a kicker for the Titans. Stephen Goskowski is the kicker, and I said he was getting rubbed pretty hard at the beginning of the year. But I think he's actually won three of the games on his foot. One game, if I recall correctly, he had six field goals. Jeez. The, what other what other topics you get in your table there, Coach Johnny? That's good. I think that's it. 
So we've covered the NBA, we've covered the MLB, we've covered NFL, we've covered some limited EPL charts. So I'm just going to make a request of the Johnny Adair and crew sports listeners out there. <clears throat> if they are listening, if they could kind of go to Johnny's and Johnny Adair and crew's Instagram account and maybe provide us with some of your NFL picks for the week. And as Johnny said, at the end of the season, I think he kind of committed this into his Instagram message that the winner, the one that has the most wins at the end of the season, gets treated to an In-N-Out double-double cheeseburger lunch. And we would like a lot of the Johnny's listeners to join us at the end of the season. We will provide you a date and a time so we can meet and greet you. And I know Coach Johnny would love the opportunity to speak to his listeners because he is a fantastic sports guru. He knows so much about sports. It's absolutely amazing. And I hope if you have not had an opportunity to meet him, other than listening to him on his show, that you get to meet and greet him in person. Yes. Thank you, Coach Curry, for your for your thoughts about me. This is a Giant Dare Crew show. Wrap him on a Friday afternoon at 427. Thank you, Coach. You bet, Coach. And I thanks for having me on. You too.